Sixty years have passed since Panora's box was opened. Seven shadows of pain and seven lights of wonder were released into the land. Ponder's scales moved sharply to the left. So he made champions of mortals, and although that helped, decisions from the past still resulted in long-lasting damage in Avalonia. Seven towers rose up, breaking the veil between the Fey world and the mortal realm, causing havoc throughout the land. When magic became wild and unpredictable, the mages were struck with mad mage disease, since the weave consumed part of their brain each time they used it. Disillusion of the wizard council ensued, causing more instability when using magic, so that only wild magic can be used to cast spells. Long ago, the gods forged magical constructs, a race of warforged, who had been long forgotten, became active in a distant land filled with strange, abominable beasts. The land was called Svalbar. The Warforge had but one protocol fixed in their minds. Go to the towers. But alas, most malfunctioned, attempting to leave the frozen tundra of Svalbar with only a few escaping. But those few brought the knowledge and tools that had been suppressed throughout the realms. The Fairy Queens, Mab and Loth, sent Redcaps out to battle the tribes the Fairy had established across Evlonia. A bitter war broke out, and the tribes barely won. Thanks to the banding of the Lily and Fadeleaf tribes, the Redcap raids became less and less efficient, and the balance of Ponder's scales began to shift. The god of knowledge Philanthus is no longer worshipped, as all of the churches have been brutally attacked and burned by the Lizardfolk tribe, and owning his writings in their territory is punishable by death. Demon allies also plagued the land near the Seven Towers, consecrating it with unholy magics, and the Lizardfolk help them any way they can. They all wear the unholy symbol of Xerix. Welcome to Avalonia in the future. Hi, I'm Jeremy, and this episode is brought to you by thetabletopgameshop.com. Stay tuned for more information after the show. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on your favorite listening platform. Last time on RD20, Gorma's pretty sassy even when speaking to the head haunter Oriak, but she was quickly put in her place. She was ordered to be our tour guide and show us around Bugalis and get us some pretty swanky tattoos too. Camly got a blood drop, Boven got a pair of horns, Nine got a lightning bolt in all places it's his mouth, and I got an eagle egg on my back. Now we're off to Mama's tavern for some drinks. Let's see what happens next. Hi, my name is Felicity Musso, and I play Camly Tonkbite. Hi, I'm Jeremy Bohan, and I play Music Cooks, or Miles for short. Hi, my name is Carl, and I play Nine. Well met. I'm Joshua Deveni, and I play Boven Hoofmeyer. Hi, I'm Joseph Musso, your Dungeon Master, and welcome to Season 2 of Avalonia of the All D20 Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, game on, and now, time for the adventure. With special guest, Michael Rahal, and I'm playing Gorma the Hazard. Steel is the answer! You guys are now out in Dung Alley. As you're walking, you notice there are a lot of orcs that are mulling about. Some have carts of flour. Others are practicing with weapons. A few of them notice Gorma right off the bat, and some nod, and others look away in disgust. Gorma doesn't seem to pay much mind as she heads toward the tavern. As she's walking in that direction, you guys notice a cute little orc girl. Very young, adolescent. She's skipping toward Gorma. I'm backing away because last time Charles ran, I killed it. 
Hello, little button. How are you? I pick her up and throw her up in the air as high as I can and catch Guama, her. Guama, Guama, come quick to the steel wooders. Bach has been looking all over for you. Has it had you night? Yes. Okay. Come on. Come with me, friends. Adventure to be had. Let's go. I think he found Guam. What? Yeah. But shh, don't tell anybody. Don't tell Mama that I came and saw you. She'd be really mad at me. No, never, child. Okay, I gotta go now. You can let me down. Wait, wait, before you go. And I pull a dagger out of my belt and give it to her. You can never have too many knives, child. Mama said that I'm not supposed to have any more daggers because of what happened last time. I lost my little pinky finger. Yeah, that's okay. Just don't let her see it. Mama's gonna kill you. But okay, thank you. <laughs> her mom is pretty tough. I should be don't, careful. Don't run with it. Oh. <laughs> And you watch as the little orc girl skips off to the general direction of Mama's Tavern. And wait, tell me again where she told us to go. She told you to go to the Steel Woodis. Steel Woodis? Steel Woodis. <laughs> the Steel Rudis? The Steel Ludis. Oh, Steel Ludis. Well, yeah, but in orc speak. Yeah. Steel Woodis. Before we go to Mama's Tavern, we must first go to the Steel Ludis. If they found Grom, I need to know where he is. What, what is that? Grom Smash is my father figure, basically. He's the true leader of the Steel Clan. I am only standing in his stead. He has disappeared. We must find him. What is a Steel Ludus or whatever? Do I know what that is? A Steel Ludus is just like the Bull Ludus or the... It's an arena area that you fight in and you just school Oh, it's like a for, training ground. Yeah, it's a training ground for gladiators. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate all the help that you've done, but... Yeah, I don't help for free. No, little one. Don't worry. I'll give you whatever you want. I got lots of money. It really doesn't mean anything to me. I don't know what to do with it. It's just sitting in all these chests and bags and stuff in my quarters. You can just take most of it. Gold? Just leave me enough to get by. Yeah, it's gold. It's orc gold. As but much it's as gold. I want? I mean, yeah, whatever. I don't really... The money doesn't really do anything for me. Oh, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I, and I'm, I still seem kind of like weird and bashful and furtive with you. Like... It's okay. I won't hurt you. No, no. It's not that I think you can hurt me. Uh, I could. I, I come from a large family. Just letting you know. You remind me of someone I cared very much about. Okay. What is gold used for, Camly? It's to buy things. It's the most wonderful thing in the world. Buy things? Yes, you can buy pastries and cookies and pies. Food? Ovens and cooking utensils. Drink? You can buy drink with it? Yeah. You don't just earn it? You just, you have to buy it? Yes. Interesting. Anyway, come with me to the Steel Lutus. I could really use some help. Because if Grom is in trouble, we need to get him out of trouble as soon as possible. I'm game. What I will assist. You? So as you guys head out of the Dung Alley area, you start going to a more lush and beautiful kind of extravagant portion of Bugalus, where you see these 12 great kind of castle looking instances and you see one that has the flag of the bull another has a flag of the the lightning bolt and all these different like main stations and you see orcs that are coming and going and leaving these are the areas you know as Gorma's 
describing to you that people handle all of the different businesses for the tribes. So if there's like a dispute between individual tribes, this is where they kind of settle everything. And this is a breakdown of that, but it's not where the actual tribes stay. This is where the politician tribes kind of hang out. So all the politic know-how and what's it's kind of happen in this general vicinity. Eventually you walk past it, you end up getting to an area called Blacksmith Alley. Blacksmith Alley is actually owned by the Steel Clan. The Steel Clan, they pride themselves on making different types of armor and smithy and all sorts of items for all of the other clans. If a clan wants to go to war with either another clan or with outside entities, they have to purchase the steel from the Steel Clan, which is why the Steel Clan is the second wealthiest clan in the 12 clans. So as you guys are walking to this very ornately looking area, all of the clansmen there look at Gorma with respect. They kind of do the little chest bump and kind of do a little bit of a nod. A couple of them bow in Gorma's presence, knowing that that is the acting chieftain. And eventually you guys see this kind of teenager looking orc that runs up. He's got a kilt on and he's wearing a belt with a whole bunch of skulls around it. And he's got piercings on his face and his pectorials are pierced. He has a tattoo of Gorma's face on his right shoulder. Gorma, thank Booga I found you. Hazards for life. Who are these losers, Gorma? Should I get rid of them? Gosh. Come on, come on, be cool. Wait, what's his name? I know this kid's name. I'm Bach. I can't believe you forgot my Bach. name. Like, I'm the leader of the Hazard Heads. Bach, listen, oh. listen, little bro. You need to chill out. You're These guys right. are heroes. They're, they're each members of uh, very important clans, newly inducted tribes members. So give them the respect they deserve, please. Oh, they're all freaking idiots. They don't understand how cool it is to be part of that. Are you guys Hazard Heads? Be careful when you call someone an idiot, lest you become an idiot yourself, Buck. You're right, Karma, you're right. Oh, gosh. I fucking hate llamas. Go train, dummy. <laughs> I'm training so that I can have a pet Liger one day and, like, take over the world. You know Ligers aren't real, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you seem like a sweet kid. Just, you know, beat it. <laughs> but I got news for you. You okay, want to yeah, find well, out about oh, Grom, fine, sorry, right? What's, like, what's the news? Oh man, calm down. Did Cormus in a mood today, guys? Gosh. Well, somebody told me that they found Grom. Oh, I know. I'm trying to tell you. If you just shut up oh, for sorry. a minute, God. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm a hazard head, and I love you like a sister because I would do anything for you. But you just never let me speak anymore, You're and right. I just don't feel like I'm really part of this anymore. Gosh. All right, all right, listen, listen. Don't let it get to you. Uh, we all, fame does weird things to people. I'm doing the best I can. Uh, anyway, yeah, so I found out that Shizu actually has Grom. What? Yeah, like Shizu totally, has Grom. Yeah, we had a hazard head that was actually in the serpent plant clan, and she found out that her father was part of the whole mix that got Grom, and her father, Shizul. But she like worships a ground you walk on. It's the strangest thing ever. I told her, I was like, she, Gorba hates your dad. And she's like, I hate my dad too. And it was just like a match made in heaven. I'm trying to score with her, but I don't know if she likes tetherball, but I'm really <laughs> trying. I'm really trying here. Yeah, keep trying. Where is she? She said that she wanted to keep on the DL, but she would 
make sure that she opened up the gates to the serpent, Ludus, so that you could get in and save Grom. When was she going to do that? When is she going to open the gates? I asked her to do it tonight, and then I couldn't find you, and I was looking for you everywhere. I went to the blacksmith alley, and I went all through the Steel Ludus, and I just couldn't find you anywhere. You know, let's go to the Steel Ludus now, because, you know, there might be some prying eyes looking to us, and I just want to make sure that they can't hear us. So, you know, I just want to be careful and all that stuff. So eventually, he leads you guys to the actual Steel Ludus. And you guys see this very extravagant looking fighting arena. It's got like all these carts that are going to and fro. You see all these ornate shields made out of steel and all these swords and axes and armor and everything laid out with a little bit of a training ground set up. Thank you, Jeremy. Shout out, dude. Awesome map. Thank you. It's beautiful. And you eventually get there and then he just lays everything out and unfolds in front of you. Yeah. So like Sarah. I don't know why her name is Sarah, but you know, that's the name that she decided to choose and you know, whatever, because she's little Sarah, whatever. Anyway, so Sarah and I were talking and she told me that she didn't really like her father, that her father was a piece of shit. And I was like, gosh, you're totally right. And you know what? We should have a quesadilla sometime and talk about it. Anyway, long story short, Afterward, we just kind of hit it off. And she said that she really wanted to get back at her father. So I was like, well, how can we do that? And she was like, well, you know, what we could do is like open up the serpent ludus so that you guys could get in and handle it. And I was like, well, let me find Gorma. And she's like, well, it has to be tonight because I guess some ritual was happening or something. And they're going to sacrifice Grom. And I was like, oh, I got to find Gorma. And then I looked for you everywhere. And then I found out that you got knocked the fuck out by Orac. And I was like, yeah, that's Gorma. Hazard Hedge Unite. That was so fucking dope. <laughs> and I missed it because I was busy trying to talk to this girl. And I know I'm just rambling on and on, but I'm just trying to get all this information out to you because I know how important it is to you. Anyway, so she's going to leave it open. And then around as soon as the sun sets and they're done training, they're going to open the door and then you can move in. Just make sure that you go through. Hold on. I think I wrote it down. He's like looking at his arm and there's like all the scribbles of orcish. And he's like, oh, well, that's her phone number, which is really cool. Cool, right? You proud of me, Gorma? Oh, yeah. Well, what's, a, what's a phone? Yeah. You don't know what a phone is? No. A, a phone is like this big kind of like stone, right? It's like a stone and it has a number on it. And you just sit there and you throw it at the person that you like, but it has to have the number that matches it or <laughs> they're not really interested in you. So it's like a phone number. Oh, I see. Then they like symbolically pick it up and they accept you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got it. Like totally, man. Like, totally makes gosh, sense. Gosh, you're so smart, Gorma. Like everybody should realize how smart you are. Anyway, gosh, fuck, man. Anyway, so the instructions here say Northeast you, so you got to get through the snake pit or something. I don't know. You'll figure it out. And then northeast from there, you go into that door and then you have to go through and find Grom. And I guess he's in the second level in his cell and he's protected by a giant snake with wings. I don't know what that means, but I figured that you got it and you can handle it. And that's no big deal for you. But anyway, I'm going to go hang out with Sarah and have a good time. Unless okay. you need anything else for me, Gorma. Listen. I just want you to know I really appreciate all this information. You've been extremely helpful. I pull a dagger out of my belt and hand it to him. You can never have too many knives, kid. And he pulls out, like, the unfolding this kilt, and there's, like, 30 daggers that all... This is so awesome. I have all of these daggers, and they're all gourmet daggers. They're so amazing. He's pretty oh. good with information. 
So collect yours today, kids. <laughs> <laughs> I would never give these up. This is Gorma's like legendary dagger. Do you know that she handcrafts these out of leather? Like these are amazing, high quality artisan work, bro. Come no, with I, every Happy Meal. I did lose two daggers. Oh, hang on. I lift up my thing, pull a couple of daggers out and hand them to you. You oh. can never have too many daggers. Thank you, I agree. So, friends, my new friends, I have to ask for your help. I need you to come with me. How are you guys with stealth missions? <laughs> <laughs> I'm great. Yeah, yeah, what I mean. does stealth mean? We could probably get you some felt to put on your shoes. Felt. Yeah, it's like a soft material to put on the bottoms of your feet so that you can walk quietly. Walk quietly? That's yeah. impossible. It's actually, if you really learn how, you can walk with no sound. What? It's a skill. It's a skill. We can totally do it. I can totally help you figure it out. Not a skill. Is this true? <laughs> the squirrel pops out and flies down and actually lands on Gorma's shoulder and just kind of hangs out. And then sticks his little paw out expectantly. Hey, little buddy. Oh, I pull out like a sewing needle. I have like some leather like sewing needles in my kit and I pull one out and I look at him and I go like, you can never have too many knives, little guy. <laughs> he nods and then looks at Bovin and gives him the nod. Just kind of hangs out on, on Karma's shoulder. I pull out like a little leather thong and I like tie it around his waist and then I stick the needle like through it like it's a sword at his belt. He puts his little paws on the sides of his, uh, <laughs> he's just like kind of standing a little proud. He's still wearing that leather beret hat. <laughs> he's got the tattoo on one arm now. Radisker, could you become a raven, perhaps? Thinks for a minute, and then he disappears behind Gorman's neck. And then you hear it, poof, and then there's a bird now sitting that's on Gorman's so neck. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Okay, wait, how about you, Nine? Can you uh, help us on a stealth mission? I would love to help, but I am not quiet. I believe you. <laughs> but I imagine that you're good in a fight. I mean, I've seen you in the arena fighting against all those Bernie things, and now you've got the, the shocking hands and, you know, that electric smile of yours. A flash the smile and then a little twinkle. <laughs> I hold out my finger for a Radisker to fly over to it. It shakes his beak. He's very comfortable on that. Uh, I'm trying to cast a spell here. <laughs> come on, come on, Radishka. <laughs> so, friends, I promise you, if you help me get Grom Smash out of this bad situation and back in the warm embrace of the Steel Clan, I will give you all the gold that you can carry from my room. From yeah, my apartments. You gave me daggers. I'm in. I mean, you two, Mothman and uh, Tiny Person, you don't seem to really have any stealth issues. I haven't heard a sound from from either of you in any of the conflict we've been involved in yet. I'm good. I'm very stealthy. Oh, I'm sneaky. <laughs> sneaky like a snake. So <laughs> what I would like to do, Joseph, is if I'm probably going to stay outside but if trouble happens, I'm going to join them. And what I would like to do is cast Beast Sense on Radisker so I can see and hear through his eyes. Yeah, he can Whoa. do it. What's Beast Sense? Beast Sense means that I can see through a, a willing beast oh, the duration awesome. of the spell, which is an hour. Radisker's willing. Yeah. Yep. And so that when they enter, I'll be outside. And if anyone tries to run out or whatever, I can 
deal with them. You can sense it. Yep. And I'll see it. Yep. He accepts the spell. Cool. There you go. And then um, I cast a spell. And then you just hear it. <laughs> and then I grab my giant hoof, grabs onto Nine's shoulder, because now I'm seeing through Radiskir's eyes. <laughs> so you can guide me. Okay. Because I can't see through my own eyes. I can only see through oh, Radiskir's okay. eyes. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Okay, big horned creature. Yeah, so it you looks are. pretty weird. And then you, you just like notice Rasker, at myself. Like, I'm like, do I really look like that? <laughs> <laughs> You're like staring at the side of uh, Gorman's neck. You like see the intricate tattoos and all the scars. And then it starts flapping its wings. And now it's like behind Gorman's head. And now the. Oh, <laughs> stop moving so much, Rasker. <laughs> and now he starts flapping higher into the air. And then you get a oh. bigger picture of the entire Ludus. And he starts flying higher and higher in the air. And he starts doing like these dives. He's oh. oh. <laughs> doing like these barrels. Roll a constitution check. (laughs) Oh, geez. (laughs) That's a seven. All right, yeah, you just vomit everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta stop. (laughs) Oh, get out of the way of that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm doing this so that we have a little bit of like a scout. Yeah, and then he lands on top of your head. So now you're basically just a little bit higher. You're seeing the same thing, but a little bit higher than you yeah, normally would. My eyes kind of glaze back. And you actually do see my weapon lights up the eagle totem that's on my weapon. So my, my weapon is a long club that has uh, a bear, eagle, elk, tiger, and a wolf on it. And the eagle's eyes kind of flare up when I... When I cast this Whoa, spell. big, big bull man, you are more complicated than I thought at first. You see, I say, Radisker, shake your head yes. <laughs> he shakes his head no. <laughs> and you're familiar as uh, a sense of humor, I see. He's quite the character. That's why I keep him around. <laughs> There's a visible annoyance of you mentioning it, saying the word familiar. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, shall we? Korma. Yes. May I attempt to create the Phelps shoes? Yes. Yep. Absolutely. So you are proficient in leatherworking, so you get your proficiency plus your dexterity. So it's your dexterity bonus plus your proficiency bonus. Oh, shit. Where do I find that again? Wouldn't your dex bonus be in there? Yeah. The dex bonus is plus one, so 13. And then proficiency is plus three, right? Yeah. Yes. Plus two right now. Or, two. I don't know what level oh. you are. <laughs> Plus two. Thank you. Sorry. So 15? Yeah, 15. My bad. Yeah, successfully. Without much issue, you make yeah. pretty nice little... They're slippers. Yeah, they're like slippers that go over nine's feet. Yep. And then slippers that also go over... Oh, you got to do it for each person that you make them for. So you made them for nine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just for these two, because he's got hooves and metal yep. feet. Oh, that's a fail. <laughs> Second one's a total fail. So you think I you did a good job, it. but not as good as you thought you did. Yeah. And as you start walking, they're, they're kind of falling apart a little bit. I've never never made them for hooves before. It's a new experience. Ooh, I feel weird. Feels very uncomfortable. Thank you. Did you use poison ivy? <laughs> yeah, I'll help you move a little more quietly so we won't get noticed. Bovin walking around like a dog has got something on his feet. He's just like kicking. I That's exactly what's happening. It doesn't feel good. Now what you know. a great mental picture. That's awesome. Can't win them all. Well, lead the way. Before you 
venture out, you do have full access to all sorts of things in the Ludus. Just want to remind you, like you can call upon the merchants to acquire any items that you need to acquire. You can get any provisions that you need to get. You can get potions if you need to get them. Whatever you need to get, now would be the time to quickly get them before you leave. Yeah. Does anybody need any healing potions before we go? Well, I need access to that big pile of gold you have first. Yeah, we'll get to that. To buy anything. I'm broke. (laughs) Everything we can get in here is free. Oh. And once we're done getting Grom Smash out of trouble, you can go to my room and take all the money you can carry. Oh, you might want to leave some uh, more daggers. Yeah, do you need weapons, armor, whatever, whatever you need. We've got it here. It's literally what it says next to the, the bazaar behind her. <laughs> so whatever you need, we got it here. I, can't, I came All up right. with that. I came up with that slogan. <laughs> well, I guess I'll get some healing potions. Yep. So you actually have some greater healing potions. You have six greater healing potions in stock and four common healing potions in stock that you can disperse as you see fit. Though it will cost you money later. You'll have yeah. to pay the tab for it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so little people each get two, big people each get one. There you go. So I give the two big guys greater healing potions. Okay. And I give them each two regular healing potions. Okay. And I have four, I still have four regular healing potions. Cool. Real quick, uh, why don't you get a Orac involved if you know what's going on? I tend to like to try to do things outside of Orac's gaze. I don't totally trust him. He's not a bad guy, but he's a little too tight with Shazul for my taste. And Shazul and I, we like, we're like oil and water. Oh, he's the oil to my water. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any short bows and some, and a quiver? So they have metal short bows. They're a little bit heavy because this is the Steel Clan. Oh. And they do have them. It's just, it will encumber yeah, you a little bit. No. No, and I'm not interested in bit. steel. Okay. I want to grab a sling and some ammo. Yep, they have metal slings and some beautiful, the slings are actually made with some really ornate leather that's very, very high quality. Very high quality. And you see like a, a little H etched into each piece of the leather. Are they made out of steel? Steel and leather. Oh. The balls, the uh, the shot. Pellets? Yeah, the pellets. The What do you call those? Pellets, balls. Yeah. The missiles <laughs> are made out of steel. Balls steel made out of steel? Balls of steel. It's We call it the balls of steel sling. <laughs> Jesus. I came up with that brand name. I'm, I'm really big on branding these days. I'll grab some of those balls as well. <laughs> so grab yourself some balls, team. How much ammo comes in a pack, like a bag pouch thing? Two. You can have as many as you want. Sorry, <laughs> that's funny. Bad but joke. You can have as many as you want. <laughs> uh, so in a pouch in a bag, you can you can store about a hundred small ball. All right. If you need to, I mean, I hate that Bovin would go through this, but I can be the pack mule if you need me to. <laughs> Because I, I literally, I have 108 pounds on me right now, but I can carry up to 270, so. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I can carry a lot of stuff for you guys, too. I'll go to a workbench and carve different sigils into my homunculus. Okay. Three types. All right. 
One will have a few flames on it. All right. The other one will have like arrows, like bow and arrow. And the other one will be a cross. All right. And every time you carve into it, like the smell of metal permeates the air. Oh, I know. Oh, that's a good smell. Steel is the answer, friend. Are the daggers heavy? No, they're not that heavy. Okay. Can I get three more daggers? Of course. Take what you need, friends. I'll take some hand axes, if you don't mind. Plenty of hand axes. Take this what is you literally need. smorgasbord of any <laughs> weapons that are <laughs> related to steel. <laughs> yeah. Steel, steel, steel. Come on down and get your steel. From you guys are just going to be like clank, clank, clank. Your feet are going to be quiet, but as you walk with all of this steel, everything <laughs> yeah, else clankety, is going to be so you get all the items that you need, you, you carve what you need, and you guys are ready to set out as the sun starts setting in the distance. Yeah, let's make our way to the Serpent Ludus to the northeast. So as you guys are headed towards the Serpent Ludus, you're trying to keep a low profile, though it's very difficult with Gorma because Gorma is so famous in the city of Bugalus. However, Gorma just kind of keeps her head down, doesn't really talk to anybody, and you guys make your way eventually to the gates of the Ludus. And lo and behold, it is open. And you guys make your way inside where you see this big ornately carved snake pit. There's all sorts of snakes designed on the inside and outside of it. And you hear slithering and sliming sounds and just kind of that squishy kind of gross sound of serpents that are crawling on top of each other as you guys enter the area of the Ludus. Do I see any trees? You see some trees inside of the snake pit itself. Mm, Okay. And snakes are actually dangling from those trees. Okay. No trees that I could walk over to and take, like, touch for a second, right? Not currently, no. Not unless you got into the pit. Okay. Can we tell if we're on the first or second level coming in the door? It appears that you're not on any level. You're just in the the actual Ludus itself. So once you get through to the northeast area, then you can end up going to the the area that was described by Sarah. I see. Yeah, let's try to make our way there as stealthily as possible, like keeping close to the wall, trying to move from sort of cover to cover if there is cover. So there isn't a ton of cover because it's kind of a pit. Yeah. And there are like barricades and walls all the way around the pit. You can climb up over to the pit. You see some stairs on the east side from where you're at. And you see a gate that actually leads you down into the pit from the northwest side a little bit and you see some barricades with snakes crawling all on them on both sides of this pit so it's almost like it's designed to give you two options if you were to join the the ludus your option is either to pass through the snake pit or to make your way across the bridges of the pit to get to the other side i see and you can tell that there are snakes and all sorts of slithery slimy things that are crawling all through the pit and on the bridges. And right. on the bridges. Are we near to the pit where we can see the snakes? Yes. Yes, you are. I mean, you can see it. Jeremy, you want to shake the mouse? I take some time, unless anyone else has some ideas. I'm going to take some 10 minutes time to cast uh, Speak with Animals. Okay. Nice. Right. Yeah, do that. Let me see. Ten minutes passes. Nothing out of the ordinary. Okay. 
I looked down and I tried to talk to one of the snakes. Crystal would have loved this. <laughs> <laughs> Different game, but okay. Yeah. So you're, you're, go ahead and... Hey, friends. What do you want? We are hungry. We look for someone. Feed us or perish. I find like some berries and whatever I have. Maybe like a, a mouse that I might have collected and just kind of throw it down to the snake. And you just watch as all the snakes. What was your friend's name? Grom. Grom. I'm looking for someone named Grom. He looks like... What does he look like? He's a big, big orc. A big orc. Many big orcs. Anything in particular that you might distinguish him from the others? Oh yeah, what would it be? His tusks. He has one huge tusk and nothing on the other side. He's one-tusked. Uh, have you seen a one-tusked orc? Yes, several tusks. Hmm. Do you know where they might have gone? Come to the pits and we will show you. <laughs> Do I believe this snake? <laughs> Roll an inside check. <laughs> I might. I might actually believe this snake. Uh, insight? Nine. <laughs> Nine? Yeah. You have no reason to. Okay. Are there any other like guards around or any any humanoid? It's very quiet here. It's, it's like, very quiet. It's very strange because normally the Ludises are very busy. There are guards always about. But in this particular instance, for whatever reason, there are no guards present. Can I see any traps? I'm going to look around. Yeah, give me an investigation check. So, friend, what say you? Oh, I probably don't. Radisker, I like, I kind of like, because I'm looking through Radisker's eyes still. What should we do? <laughs> How conspicuous is it to me that there are no guards, no other, nobody training? It seems really weird working. to you. I got a 12. You got a 12? You don't see anything that of notice. Can I make an investigation check? Yeah, you can make an investigation check. What are you investigating? I rolled a one. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> you, you notice that the ground seems a little disheveled and off. Like people have fought here. Something is weird. Normally there are guards, normally there are attendants, people working. This is where they where they train, where they live. I don't understand why there's no one around. It might be a trap. Should I have my little buddy go investigate? Yeah. I ask Radisker to enter whatever room or just kind of okay, fly so around. Radisker survey. starts flying around in a circle a little bit, gives you a good aerial view, does a couple barrel rolls just to be, whoa, a, whoa. Just to be a pain, and then flies toward one of the rooms in the far left. And as he's flying, you hear a, what are you doing here? I'm trying to shit. <laughs> and then it start, <laughs> starts flying away. Like, no, that wasn't the room to go into. <laughs> oh, that was... Yuck. <laughs> and then it flies into the second room on the top, and there are some that are sleeping, but most of the beds are empty as he's just flying into each area in the room. Hmm. Most of the beds are empty. That's odd. And then he immediately starts flying to the third area, and he just sees a wall. Very strange looking wall. But it doesn't seem right. Like, there's 
Razgar starts looking at the wall and notice that the there's a discoloration on certain parts of the wall and shows you like it doesn't look like a natural stone piece. It looks like there's a something off. Hmm. That's odd. And then he flies back. A couple of the snakes try to snatch, snatch at him. Squawks and then flies and lands back on your head and starts pecking your head. Oh, oh, stop. So he explains all that to us. Yeah. And so can I tell, is there any way to walk along the edge of the pit and get to the entrance to any of those rooms that had another, like an orc inside of it? Like the guy taking a So shit? there are three ways to get through. You can either, I'll mark them on the map here so you can see. So you can either try to get through the barricades. You can try to get through the actual pit here, or you can try to cross one of the the bridges here. So those are the three kind of main areas. So you can either choose a bridge to get up through. Here are the stairs to get up through the bridges, or you can go through the barricades, or you can go through the pit. Like, are we on this side? Yeah, you should be able to see it on the map. You want to probably scroll the map in a little bit more, Jeremy, so that they can see more of the map, because you're in the bottom left of the map. Oh, I see. Oh, we're down there. Gotcha. That's the opening of this area. Okay. What shall you do? I see. Choices, choices. There was a mysterious wall in the third room that I saw. Perhaps we should investigate that. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too, but how to get across? It looks to me like the least amount of resistance is crossing the bridge or going through the barricade. I don't know if that... Bridge will hold me. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking the bridge. I also am heavy. Right. And the bridges look rickety. Oh yeah. Yeah. They like look, they look like they're designed to make people fall into the pit. All right. And fight. So it's very, you know, it's it's meant for high dexterity. And the barricade itself. The barricades are covered in snakes, and they have, and they're made out of wood. What was your question, Josh? Did Radisters see these? This here. When he flew yes. around? He did? Yes. Okay. He saw all of this. That's why I'm drawing this out and giving you those options. Otherwise, would have just had you okay. guys figure it out. Here's an idea. Just an idea. We put me, Nine, and Boven in front. We sprint at that barricade shoulders first and slam into it with everything we've got. And behind us, the little one and the moth. The moth could fly across. And the little one could maybe sneak behind us and try to leap through in the gap that we make, right? We try to blast a hole in the barricade and kill some of the snakes and the little one can sprint through. Here's what I would, I'll go ahead. Are you gonna say something? All right, I could draw something real quick. You gotta trust me, Dave. And I wanna summon a giant constrictor snake. Okay. It is a huge beast and <laughs> just, over here on the left and try and just go through the barrier with a giant constrictor snake. Oh, I love this plan. That's good. <laughs> okay, yeah. You can summon a giant too. constrictor <laughs> snake. Yeah, that's good. So you find some plants around that you use to summon the, the giant constrictor. Actually, you find one of the trees that are near the edge of the pit and you summon a giant constrictor. Awesome. Oh, well to... done. Oscar, can you go fly by the Bang. Ooh. So now you have a giant constrictor. Oh <laughs> and I just want to send him through the barrier. You watch as all the other snakes see that giant snake and they just like run toward the pit 
Like it just like, <laughs> you know, survival of the fittest, they see something much larger that can eat them. And they're just like, nope, that's a big, big nope. And they all just kind of <laughs> move toward the pit. You see the other snakes in the pit just move away from this giant snake thing. Like, uh-uh, not having any of that. And then this giant, go ahead and give me a attack roll. Let's see, as you make it barricade through the, you're fighting snakes with snakes, episode name. <laughs> well done, Miles. What am I adding to it? No, am I just using like the, it's your, the giant constrictor snake stats? Do you have those? Yeah. But like, am I using its bite attack? Yeah. All right. So 14. Yeah. 14 hits. How much damage does it do? 11. All right. So you watch a portion of it just get smashed, but there's still a little bit of the barricade and it starts making a lot of noise. A lot of bang, bang as a smash, bang. And all of a sudden, you start to hear orcs. Who goes there? And we'll find out next time on oh, the D20. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So fighting snakes with snakes? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Snakes on a plane. <laughs> There's snakes no plane. Snakes on snakes. But it, we're on the material plane. Yeah, that's true. Well, snakes still. on a snake. <laughs> 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 I like fighting snakes with snakes. Yeah, I think fighting snakes with snakes is going to make people want to know what that episode is. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yeah. So, Josh. Well, 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 you beautiful and wonderful listeners. Thank you for listening to this episode, first of all. You can find us on Twitter and also on Instagram at all underscore D20. And on Facebook at backslash forward slash forward slash forward slash all d20 um we also have a private group called no red caps allowed where we discuss details of the show you can ask us questions perhaps and and you know genuinely just hang out and tell us what you think and what you like about the show but felicity where can they find your sprinkly character in you on instagram at all d20 underscore felicity m where can they find the no longer flamey moth boy on instagram at magthar Beautiful, beautiful. And our guest. You can Michael. find me on Instagram at Hupjoy, H U P as in Peter J O Y. Awesome, awesome. And our resident, Carl. Oh, thank you. I'm on Instagram as well. Nine underscore tries is the name. Are you sure you're on Instagram? I haven't hey. seen you post anything. So. All right, all right. <laughs> you can I'll start find posting. Myself, uh, Count Joshua, on Twitch, where I play video games and, and suck at them really bad. And also find me on Instagram at Count Joshua. And our dungeon master. You can find me at uh, Aldi20 underscore Joseph. Oh, Joseph underscore all the 20. One may or may not be a mimic. Oh, sorry. One may or may not be a mimic. So also you can find us on Patreon. Support the show. Do it. Be an amazing person so you can hear all the cool after hour stuff that we talk about. After story stuff. All the interesting questions that we have. We learned a lot about Gorma and we learned some really interesting questions that were asked by fans. And it's simple. All you have to do is go to patreon.com forward slash all D20 and sign up for the $5 and up tier and you're in. And you can listen to the show every Sunday instead of Wednesday. You get extra content. You get a chance to win metal dice every Every month, which is phenomenal, all for five bucks, which is a great, great deal. So check it out. Also, 
check out thetabletopgameshop.com where you can get yourself some wonderful dice of yourself and you can use coupon code ALDI20 to do so. Also, check out Bedtime Fairy Fails. We have partnered with them. They're fantastic. They're about a, what, seven, 15-minute story, 15, seven and a half yeah. per 15 minutes for two stories. Yeah, usually. so two stories per episode, seven and a half minutes roughly each. It's a great little voice acting story thing while you're sitting sipping on your coffee on Fridays. Yeah. Definitely check them out. And you can find them on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, pretty much anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. And it's worth your time, energy, and effort. And without further ado, Our candy counters, you wanted to. Oh, yeah, thank you. Also, candy counters. But you know what? You reminded me of something else. And this will be a little bit late, but it is what it is. A little bit late for Felicity's birthday, but that was my mess up. I should have caught that in the first episode. I just got so hyped up with our guest spot. So I want to make sure that Felicity's announced for this one. So Felicity, happy late birthday. Sorry about that. That's okay. Happy birthday. One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Little tiny thing. Happy birthday, dear Kelly. Happy birthday to you. And guys, Candy Counters, this place is awesome. I hope you enjoyed that. Thank Sorry you. it was I late. Did. I no, forgot. It's okay. My bad. I will take ownership of that. <laughs> candy Counters is this great company that actually sells dice that are candy. So you can roll dice that are candy. And then if your dice are messed up and they don't do what you want, you can eat them and show the other dice who's boss. How epic is that? And it's diabetic-friendly candy, which is awesome for people like me. And you can it's use- It's delicious. It is. The, 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 can, the candy don't is amazing. Don't let that make you think that it's going to taste like crap because it's, it's really- It's phenomenal. Right, Michael? Delicious it candy. Good. It is good. I went through like three of them in, in an hour. <laughs> yeah. One of them tastes just like a Jolly Rancher. It's yeah. so good. No sugar. Yeah. Definitely something you want to check out. It's candycounters.com. And you can use coupon code ALDI20 to be able to get a percentage off. I think it's 10% last time I checked. And include that in your order. And you can ship it to other people if you want to. It's definitely worth it. It's delicious candy. And game on. And now for our patron-only content. <laughs> 